It's something of a swear word these days, but with so much tragedy and sadness in the world. So we're going to try and take half an hour or so to put all that on hold and talk touring cars for a while. Sam, we are getting ever closer to the start of the season. I'm just a month away now. Major day in two weeks that I'm recording, more or less. Uh, neither of us are going this year as Thruxton's too far to go. Um, and in your words, a little bit boring. I, I can't... <laughs> for me, Media day is all about media and fans being able to see the new cars etc i mean you can't see half of Ruxton. yeah that's very true it's an odd place to, to view it from rockingham was the ultimate for, for various reasons silson donington brands would all seem more obvious places for me it's but. going to be interesting to see how some of the pictures come out um i don't think it's going to be as photogenic as some of those other places that you just mentioned telescopic lens might be required yes for, uh, yes very yeah, much so yeah. um it's no. an odd decision particularly we're going there twice in the season anyway but I suppose, I suppose on the flip side, racing fans down there would say that, you know, Silverstone's a much further place for them to go, etc. So it's about trying to move it around the country, which, yeah. Yeah, there's been plenty of news since we last spoke to you, um, sort of like at the start of February. Um, we've had driver announcements, although nowhere near as many as we would probably have been expecting by this stage. Uh, expecting to have at least a third of the grid to be announced yet, which is odd, only two weeks away from yeah. media day. Yeah, and there are still questions over whether the loaned-out TOCA licences will be filled. Um, reports are suggesting that maybe BTC or maybe Dynamics might not be filling that extra car that they've got. Um, and I'm hope- hopeful it's all going to shake out by media day and a lot's going to happen in the next week and a half or so. Yeah, I wonder if the new regulations and the new era of touring cars is putting a couple of investors off, which is why these particular third licences, which will probably be you know, um, BTC with somebody or Dynamics with someone, whether that's putting people off um, investing in the sport for the first time. And the, the truth of the matter is there's only so many sponsors to go around and sort of the teams that have got long-standing relationships are already pretty much fully announced. It's, it is the teams that might want to bring, I don't know, for example, Plato could go to Gazoo with Agent Flux Racing. Or, you know. Yeah. Very much so. Um, we'll get into it then. We'll go in some sort of chronological order back um, in from mid-February um, where we had an announcement of a certain Mr Tom Chilton. Yeah, this came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yes. We both thought that he might be going off to pastures new considering the electric um, touring car stuff that he'd done last season with Hyundai. Um, but it turns out that he was just preempting that and actually moving to Accelerate. Um, for the new season. Yes, obviously it was at BTC the year before last. Last year it was um, technically at Cargod, so you'd be forgiven for missing him throughout the season. Um, so he's now back in front-wheel drive cars, uh, and we're looking to make an instant impact at what is now a pretty strong lineup at Accelerate. It is, isn't it? So he joins the stable alongside Tom Ingram, yep. who we expect will be having another title tilt. Uh, Jack Boutel in his... Third year now. Third year in touring cars, second year at Accelerate. Yep. Third year at Accelerate, isn't it? Is it fourth year then? 
No, it's is it? second year okay. Accelerate. Fine. You'd be surprised. And then uh, Dan Lloyd, who's moved across from PMR. Yeah, that one came a little out of nowhere as well. Yes, um, no. Le- I, I was less surprised with that than the children, one, yes. given how strong Lloyd was last year in, in that car. Very it, much so. Um, and I think it's going to be an interesting lineup having both the two Toms there mm-hmm. um, in one half of the stable, as it were, and then Butel and Lloyd in the other half, by the look of it. We've had a livery reveal for um, Tom, and Tom. Tom and Tom. Um, and big news, no more Ginsters. Which is good, because we've joined the gym. It's probably good for us that there's yes, going to be no more Ginsters trackside. But yes, but pies. Yes. <laughs> and but pasties. <laughs> But alas, we'll have to take our own because yep. Yep, there's no Ginza sponsorship this year. Livery looks pretty smart. Yep, um, to be fair, it's sort of an uh, orange, blue and white style livery. Reminds me a little bit of the um, RCIB uh, MG, I think it was, um, what, five, six seasons ago now that had Sutton and Cook in? Yeah, though it's not RCIB who are sponsoring. No. It's Bristol Street Motors are the main um sponsor it would seem which i think is a hyundai main dealer yes i think it is and then you've got um some personal sponsor there as well so you've got hansford sensors are on uh, Chil- uh ingram's car rather and then there's a couple of other ones that seem to be on um tom chilton's including verified entry whatever that might be um which I no think gallagher not that i can see normally brings no, there's no gallagher as far as i can see at the moment, you've got Vans Direct on there, um, Third Millennium, Auto Glime, or Glim. It looks like it could be a very smart car for the season ahead. It will certainly be one that will be easy to pick out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that team goes and whether Chilton will feel more comfortable being back in a front-wheel drive car. Can I be controversial? Go on. I'm not you always sure. are. I'm not sure I like the livery at the moment. Okay. I'll see it in the flesh. Fair enough, fair enough. It, it looks like a scale electrics car to me. <laughs> Well, let's hope for them it is on rails. <clears throat> oh, very good. Uh, so that's Accelerate covered off. We've probably, uh, like Motorbase, got their uh, stuff done early. Very if, much everything so. is revealed, other than Dan Lloyd and Boutel's liveries. Yeah. Uh, one thing about the Lloyd deal is that he's presumably got a title sponsor. Possibly. Quite possibly. Which um, would be interesting. Yeah, certainly enough to help him run for the season. I think that run that he had at the back end of last season will certainly have helped... Um, bring in the um, the sponsors for this new season. Please. Or maybe. Rich Energy? Oh, no. Taking them away from PMR, possibly? <laughs> I'm just thinking PMR were mainly PMR, which you'd imagine are still at PMR. Yeah. Adrian Flux, which is Plato's. Yep. And then Rich Energy with sort of the three main sponsors on the car last year, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, I think he's got a blind company. He's in... Um, <laughs> As in Venetian style blinds, oh, okay. as in, as in right. win- window blinds, not as in, <laughs> like, yeah, not a guide dog charity. Excellent. Um, right then, moving on to the BMW. Next. Yeah, BMW. First of all, they've gone back to white. What do you think of it? It's exactly the same livery it's, as it was last yeah. year, but it's white. Although I'm led to believe one of the blues is slightly different. Oh, okay, <clears throat> it's, it's it's very fine. much back to what they used to be. Um, last time they were winning things. Yes, maybe that's why they've changed it. I would imagine Superstition. I imagine that is a big part of why they've changed it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think Turkington will be glad to be back in a white car and looking to be towards the front once again. And of course, he will be partnered by Stephen Jelly, as we already knew that Oliphant would be moving on to pastures new on the other side of the world. Although Jelly is now officially confirmed there yes. as his teammate with Jake Hill in the third car, running the Rocket 
WSR mm. car. Um, yeah, the livery is the livery. If you've seen the BM, if you've seen the BMW that won in twenty nineteen, you've effectively seen the BMW that we're racing this season. Yep, it's it's smart enough. I don't know. If anything, it looks a little wider. I think they're getting fatter. The cars. That could that could be the body kit that yeah, on it this year. I think yeah. so. And um, maybe they've had to, as the uh, engine sits in the middle of the car, if you're to believe so, maybe they've had to accommodate with the hybrid technology, make it slightly wider to uh, to fit all of that in, possibly. But I mean, yeah, it, it looks nice. It looks fine. It's in terms of livery, it's nothing special for me. No, no, it's fairly bog standard BMW M series cars, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'm not sure where else they could go with it because. It, I don't believe they're allowed different colour cars, which is a no. shame because they should, in my my view, have either the German flag colours or the three BMW colours: the blue, the blue, and the red. Blue, but, yeah, but. yeah, I agree. <coughs> um, moving on then to uh, another new announcement. Obviously, all spaces were taking up at Accelerate, um, and so Rick Parfit had to find a drive elsewhere. Okay, you're going there first. Yes, sorry. That's fine. Lovely. Your your claim of chronological order has been somewhat destroyed by this, but yep, fine. Chronolo- fine. Chronologically, in my head, oh, is right. the right way to go. Right. Um, God help yes, us all. He he has moved teams. He's gone to Team Hard as we. Kind Which of I called. I called this. Spent- I'm not ha- No, we're not having a wee. I said that when he was doing track days a couple of weeks ago, and I think it is in the last pod actually when we were speculating, he was doing track days in Infinity, and I speculated that he would be at Hard in an Infinity next year. We speculated. I speculated. <laughs> there was speculation from of me. That. <laughs> um, and yes, he has taken that third infinity seat, which begs a big, big question: What's happening to Carl Bordley? Because that was hit effectively his car for last year, and well, he could quite easily be. In, he in holds coup- licenses, and he could quite easily be in the final Cooper. He could be. Yes. He might decide that rear-wheel drive is not for him, having now raced two rear-wheel drive cars to yep. varying degrees of success. Yeah. And I'd argue he was better in the um, Volkswagen, personally, Yeah. I think. Although there was decent improvement throughout last year in the Infiniti, but yeah. you know, if, if you're more used to four-wheel driving, so he might take that last Cupra. Or look, if you own these, there's only 30 licenses that get released. Mm. If you own two of them, you can make some money out of selling them. Yes, or, you can. Or loaning them. You yeah. know, so maybe maybe that's where he wants to go now. Maybe he wants to go into the more running a team kind of thing. He wants to take a more backseat role and, and loan out these other teams. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, as you said, he does own two. He owns that one for the Infinity, and we believe the other Cupra. That could also still be filled by Nick Hamilton, um, who we believe to be back for next year, although it has not been announced yet. Um, and there are probably other names that could be kicking about that you could go, oh, they could slot into one of those licenses or one of those seats. Um, so, yeah, I think we might see him take a, a back seat role, yeah. as it were, this year. I don't think we'll see him on the grid, no. No. It's a good move for Parfit, I guess. I mean, it's it's much for muchness. I don't think there's much between the two cars, personally. Um, no. Sutton makes anything faster yeah. than it is, so it take does. Sutton out of the equation. I don't think there's a great deal between you, like Moffat and Ingram last year, and to a lesser extent Smiley. The Moffat and Smiley are fairly well matched throughout the year mm. until Moffat is sort of his upturn in form. Yep. So I don't think there's much between it, but obviously it's a real drive car. Maybe for that absolute Parfit style better. And Team Hard like characters, and Parfit is a character. I was going to say I think it's good to have him back on the grid for this year because of the the charisma and the energy that he brings to 
he, not just his garage, every garage. I think it's great that he's back in the grid and in the finish. It means I was right about something and you were incorrect, which I am very pleased about. <laughs> oh dear. What do you want to move on to next, mate? Uh, Butcher's back. Yep. Uh, in the Gazoo Racing, he's in his second season there. They've got potentially another two drives to announce, neither of which have um, been announced as of yet. Um, it's not a great deal else to say about this. We expected makes, him there. Makes a change for him to stay at a team for more than one season at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, but realistically, where else could he fit nah. in? I think you know it's a good deal for everybody. Yeah, he was always going to be team leader there, and and as long as he wants to be there, I think he's going to be there um, because it is a team that's going to be built around him. Yeah, there's, I don't think it's a great deal else to really say about that one. No. Um, Car gods are complete. They've got their full lineup announced, but we haven't had the car confirmation yet or livery confirmation. We did see last year that um, Sicily were, were testing a one series hybrid BMW. I believe I've seen pictures of them having tested the three series, okay. um, but no, no livery as such. And they've taken a bit of a gamble with George Gamble. Yeah, former it's, Porsche um, racer. It's an interesting one. He's been out of the game for two years now. Yeah, I think so. Um, taking almost the two-year sabbatical because of obviously struggling to get sponsorship, maybe, and through the whole pandemic, you're always going to find it difficult to get onto the grid. But now he seems to have almost collated all the funds and sponsorship that he's got over that time that he's saved up, and he's gone right. Let's hit hit it big time and go into the touring cars and and have a go. A bit of uh, racing. Um credentials behind him so he won the Porsche Guerrero Cup rookie crown in 2018 and finished third in pro class the following year which those are competitive classes I think you forget that because the way it's split into three classes but those three classes are fiercely competitive as well so that, that's a pretty good achievement and he's raced Ginetta GT5 Ginetta GT4 Super Cup and also started off in the Ginetta Juniors as far back as 2011 so he's got yeah I think I remember him from the Juniors and he he was a good wheel to wheel racer um, so I'm hoping that that has carried on <coughs> through his um, motorsport career and that will bring some decent racing in the midfield I also believe that he brings the um, sponsorship of Hooch with him which I mean I'm happy to replace pasties for Hooch yeah same I'm looking forward to that so we'll see what happens there but yeah so expecting to delivery reveal well, they'll probably wait till media day now, but and we'll see what car they're running. I, like you, I think it probably will be the three series, but no official confirmation yet, as far as I'm aware. No. Where are we moving on to next, then, sir? Uh, we'll go on to a very quick. Oh, no, no, we won't do a quick mention. We'll go on to Crease first, who is back. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. He was due back last year, didn't happen, but he is back this year with it's, PMR. It's an interesting move. Because I don't think we really saw PMR coming into the equation with Crease, certainly. I think BTC was sort of like in the offing, having been there before. Um, but for PMR to sign him and be their first announcement, mm -hmm. considering where we are with the possible announcement of maybe Jack Constable being in that seat, having previously been announced but not confirmed, um, to announce Crease first is almost like a team leader role. Yeah, he's replaced, in my opinion, Plato. He's now yeah. the big name to replace Plato. Yeah, same. The big character, the big, you know, the the fan favourite or not favourite. Well, he's more of a fan favourite than Plato, I think. He's less Marmite. But, yes. you know, he, he's now going to, for me, be the big the big player in that team. I think Jason has, well, I, I think Jason's moved on. I don't think he's at Paramax next year. Same. I'm not even convinced on the grid next year, but that's a discussion for another day. Um, 
Yeah, it's an interesting move, but look, seats are like gold dust. If that opportunity comes along, it could could it work? It's a big year for Paramax. Mm, it is. Because they've, for me, they've tried nearly every approach now. They've done young drivers. They've done young and experienced, mix those two, and they have Proctor and Chilton. They've gone for the big name in Plato. Yep. They've had Cook there as well in the past yep. as well. And nothing's really sustained itself and worked. So they've never really kicked on from a no. decent season. And sustained. Yeah, they have odd flashes here and there. I mean, even if you look at, you know, should they really, should they have fought two for now to keep Lloyd? I think possibly, obviously you don't know how hard they did fight because mm. it's all done behind closed doors. But, I mean, given what Lloyd achieved there last season, it's, it's bonkers that he's been allowed to leave. Yep. Um, I I think this deal may have already been done, sort of like before. It was even a question of whether Lloyd stays or not. Possibly. Um, I think this might have been on the table for a little while, considering Creasy's year was kind of cut short last year, yep. having been in Porsches and Super Cup and stuff like that. Um, I certainly think that he's gone. Oh, I want to get back to where I really started, and um, get back in the BTCC. But I say. Brings plenty of sponsorship with him as well. Oh yeah, yeah. He's very marketable and he's very likable. That, yeah. That's all great. He's only this will be his third season in the touring cars. And and having had a season out, effectively, of the touring cars. Yeah, I was thinking he didn't set the world alight particularly in either of those two first seasons. Nope. No. Nope. Obviously, he did win the Jack Sears, although. The cynic in me argues that Bobby had that all but sewn up before the accident at Croft. Yep. Yeah. And was doing better in an inferior car. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see those two battling this year, won't it? Well, I've mentioned Bobby there, so I might, we might as well jump ahead slightly out of the chronological order and say that he is also back on the grid. Uh, he's at Team Hard. Another one, I believe, that I uh, I called when he was having a seat fit a few yes. weeks ago. So I'm doing pretty well so yes, far. Yes, yes, you are. Um, yeah, it's, it's good to see him back. Yeah, massively. He showed some massive promise in the minis towards the end of last season and he was rapid yeah we know how quick he can be we know that he just needs to build on his own confidence um and when he's got that confidence he can be as quick as most most people on the grid i reckon yeah he should have won a race in the minis last year if yeah. had not been for i think it was a puncture yeah um yeah he's a very very fast racer a very very good racer um and in that car which has got potential Hopefully this season he dare, could, could be a. I mean, he's Jack Sears eligible. Dare I say that that team hard Cupra lineup is getting stronger and stronger? I think this is the the um, best lineup they've had for a long yeah. time, if not ever in the yeah. touring cars. No, I agree with you on that one, um, and it will be interesting to see whether they can forge a route forward and not get stuck like they seem to do last year. Dare I also say? Yeah. The Cooper side of the garage seems a hell of a lot stronger than the Infinity side of the garage. Yes. For the first time. Yeah, I agree with that. I know that Sutton's a huge loss, but I think pound for pound they've probably got a better, <clears throat> a more more experienced, and I don't know, I just think it's a stronger lineup that side of the garage. No, I agree with you. It'd be interesting to see if that if the Hard who are renewed their Auto Bright uh, title sponsor can outscore Laser Tools over the year. Mm. I think that's a really interesting battle. Yeah, very much so. Because these tools obviously don't no longer have the uh, points to rely on from Sutton, so I think that's going to be three against three, effectively, because 
Well, I presume it's three against three. Yeah, well, it'll be four against three, but you well, kind of take... Are they all under laser tools? Or is one laser tools with? Because Borthy was laser tools with. It'll be laser tools with because effectively you're only allowed two in each team, aren't yeah, you? So it's going so to be, be Goff and Thompson versus presumably Moffat and. Um... It'll be Goff and Taylor Smith. I think Thompson is separate with his own uh, oh, GKR. I, I thought to- I thought Taylor Smith might be separate, like it was last year of Auto Hub. Mm, possibly. It's all a bit weird yeah, how that it all is. figures yeah. itself out, but I'm sure it will, um, and I'm sure the cars will look. Probably just as good as they did last year. They've also got Yuzu sponsorship at Team Haas. I've said before I'd like them to do the free colours of the milkshakes, but again, that won't happen. But maybe we get different coloured roofs or bonnets. I just want free milkshakes. It'll max badly of the hooch. Yeah, well. Milkshakes in the morning, hooch in the evening. Class individual you are. <laughs> uh, one thing we missed out from Accelerate earlier, actually, is that they are um, they've confirmed a uh, Hyundai engine programme for 2022, yes. which is interesting. Quite a late call, but they were doing tests and um, gathering information last season to whether it was viable to enter into this. Obviously, you've got the choice of running a Swindon engine in the previous rules. Yep. Um, Or you could develop your own. Yep. And uh, most of the teams ran Swindon engines, apart from BMW and Dynamics, Dynamics, who ran... um, Neil Browns. Thank you. That's right. Here when you need me. Thank you. Uh, There (laughs) were talks of Vauxhall making um, their own engine, which they haven't done so as yet, Mm. as far as I'm aware. But it looks like Hyundai are are entering into that realm. It doesn't surprise me. No. Um, Considering we're moving into, obviously, this hybrid era, those Japanese companies... It wouldn't surprise me if Toyota try and look into something like that. The Japanese companies are well up there for their hybrid technology and stuff like that, and being able to link it with the internal combustion engine in a race car, really. Although, the cynic in me, Go on, the worrier in me, if you're Tom Ingram, are you worried that you're not going to be competitive this year in your first year of engine development and you're going to miss a trick? Mm. Because it can go one of two ways. Kind of, it can either develop an engine that is so good that it mm. really, like, Braun-esque yep. and, it, and they dominate, or you can have the problems in which if you're a Formula 1 fan, McLaren seems to have at the moment, that they've built a car that Fits the regulations, but doesn't work. Isn't competitive. Is mm. slow. Yeah. And if you're Tom Ingram, who is well, so often the bridesmaid, he's always positive, though, isn't he? Yes, I know. But there's going to come a point where always positive. Yes, but if he gets to age forty and he's still not won a touring car championship, I don't think he'll be as positive because he, <laughs> at the minute, he is probably the greatest driver on the grid who's not won a title. Yeah. Yeah, probably agree with you on that one. And it's difficult enough being in an era of Turkton, Sutton. Camish, Neil, Shedden, these sort of humongous, yeah. the talented drivers. But for me, Ingram is too good to leave this championship without a title. And you never know what how long you've got in the series. So will there be slight worries in the back of their minds of you know, how competitive can we be with an engine that is still being learned about? Now obviously, you know, Hondo might get this out of the box and it might be fan bloody tastic. Yep. But it might not be. Yeah, and if you're a driver, do you worry about that, or do you just take it as it comes? Do you think? I think it's probably a risk that he's willing to take, um, and to stay with the team that he, he bedded into last season, and go right, we're going to hit it this season. I'm going to be there. I'm going to help you develop this engine, bring in another experienced individual in Chilton that can help on that road. I'm, I'm not as he's he's done things like that before, yeah. though, hasn't he? So I guess. I I think yes for development wise I think bringing those or having those two drivers in the team 
is an excellent fit and it could push the team to where they want to be. But I'm always positive and you're always a negative one, so... That's why it works alone in tandem. Yeah. But I, I'm just thinking, you know, that that would worry me slightly if I was a driver thinking to myself, you know, you assume that the base engine that you can have is going to work because it's been developed to work and we've had endless testing with Jordan and whatnot. A whole year of testing yeah, of it. To make sure yep. it works. And we're fairly happy it does work. Yep. I'm also very interested to see if Dynamics and BMW are running their own engines this year or they're going to do the first couple with the um, the base plate one, as it were. I think they'll probably still run their own. I reckon Neil Brown have, have been um, developing at the same sort of rate that the um, Toker engine has. The only way to know for sure is to wait and see. Uh, we've done Butel. I think we're pretty much there, to be honest with you, in terms yeah. of things that have happened. Um, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the amount of announcements that are going to come. Oh, we've missed something huge. Go on. Colin Turpin's changed his number. To... 50. 50. Ah, yes. To do, do you know why? Yes, because okay. BMW have now been motor racing for 50 years. Yes. Um, so, this year. rather than be number two, <laughs> which he has been for the last couple of seasons. Yes, I was just thinking, so did he finish second? He did just last yeah. year, didn't he? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, they're going to be running the 50 for that reason, um, which will take a little bit of adjustment, but I'm sure it'll be the BMW furthest up the field, as per normal. Whoa. I think that's harsh on Jelly, who <laughs> was very good last season, and I think that's very harsh on Hill. <coughs> Who I think could have a fantastic... I think Hill could have a storming season this year. Yeah, I think Hill could go one of two ways, considering he's never been in real-world drive. Yeah, but he's on a, such a purple patch of form mm, and I know. whatnot. I, know. I think that's harsh on Hill. Um, It'll be interesting to see whether we get any details from Media Day. Obviously, it's not a testing session, but no. they do do a run-out and... And they also do all the photographs and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see whether we get any sort of idea of the order of the grid. It's going to be a mental year, isn't it? I mean, we've, just, it is. I mean, we've, we've, only, we've already seen just one race in F1. Like, mm. there's, you, you can do as much testing as you want, but you can't legislate for the racing conditions. You can simulate, you can practice in race conditions. And there's, there's also going to be changes in effective regulations yep. with changes no to... Yeah, no ballast, bringing in boost bonuses mm-hmm. and and staggering that for advantage and disadvantage to drivers on the grid. So I think there could be weekends where we see dominate, dominating performances from just one team or one performance mm-hmm. or one person until everything gets balanced. And I think there will con- be constant adjustments throughout the season on that. I wonder if we're going to see anything blow up. Not in a spectacular, horrific way, but mm-hmm. we've already seen... In the F1, Gasly last weekend, his MGUK blow. Yep. Two are problems with the Red Bulls. Yep. It it could well be survival of the fittest this season. Could. Of who's built the most reliable car rather than necessarily Cer- the quickest. Certainly in the opening rounds. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the announcements leading up to me- uh, Media Day. Hopefully, not everything is going to be left till Media Day now, because um, it does seem to have gone a little bit quiet in the last week and a half. Um, but yeah, we'll bring you an update from Media Day itself, or just after Media Day, um, just to give you an idea of maybe any new driver announcements or liveries, or dare I say it, new vehicles. Well, I don't think it will be. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we go, and we'll keep you up to date. 
I'm trying to think who, what team's most likely to run a new car. PMR, I think. Do you reckon no, Honda already shown their shape, shape yep. Civic, haven't they? It's one of their changes. There's a newer shape Civic out, yeah, isn't no. there? They've not changed to that yet. No, I reckon the Astra is the only one that is probably viable for a change. But we'll see. We'll uh, see. Uh, I hope everyone yeah. going to Media Day enjoys going um, and you get to uh, a good vantage point for the day and that it's dry. No, I'd, I'd hate to drive all the way down there and it to be absolutely soaking. Yeah, but I'm really, it really interesting to see how these new cars work in the wet. Yeah. Because it, it's wet and dry at the best of times, but with brand new bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it, for, for for the fans going, yeah, hopefully it's nice and dry and it's it's a good day out and they put a lot on for the fans to do while they're there, etc. Um, but I, unfortunately... I don't share your view that things will be announced before Major Day. I think now everything that's not been announced will be announced on Major Day itself. Okay then, we shall see. Um, We hope you all stay safe and well, um, and we'll be back with you after Media Day. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 